Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Underrated Podcast. We are the Undercast Company, and as usual, I am joined by my co-host, Derek McDuff. How's, how's it going? going? And Ariel Ortiz. Hello! And it's me, Alan Torres. So, today we're going to be finishing up our video game series, The 8-Bit Cinema. And today we're going to pick, we're going to be, we finished watching my pick. And I'm pretty sure you guys had guessed it. I was trying to hide it the whole time. But, of course, if we're going to be doing video game movies, we're going to do the original, the first video game movie. Super Mario Brothers, the movie. And it's directed by uh, husband and wife, Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jenkel. Uh, starring Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. It came out in 1993, and unfortunately, it did not do well in theaters. Uh, it had a $48 million budget and sadly bombed and only made $38 million at the box office. And it's almost there. It's almost true. there. Oh, almost, I mean, it, well, it's still, even if it breaks even, it's still going to lose money because yeah, of marketing and money, shit. Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, he unfortunately, you know, didn't do well, but I picked it because it was one of my favorites growing up, just like how we did the, um, if you've never seen an episode of Street Fighter the movie, this was my other favorite video game movie growing up in the 90s with Super Mario Brothers the movie. At the time, I thought it was just really cool seeing uh, video games being a- adapted. 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 Wow, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I've had a drink. So, uh, yeah, so it was it was kind of cool seeing that. I never thought we would see it again. And lo and behold, we now live in an age of Marvel films and DC films being um, adapted every other day. We have television shows, and now we're getting more video game movies. But at the time, for me, it was really big. It was really cool seeing stuff like that. So I was like, whoa, you know, I never thought we'd see it again. But since it was my pick, I want to hear what you guys thought. We just finished watching it. We all we all, we all actually hung out together and watched it together. We're all actually in, in the, the same room. Yeah, this is the yeah. first time we recorded yeah. in the same room it's, since, like, 2019, like 2019 or something. It's been yeah. like Even pre-pandemic, we, were, we went over to, uh, you know, remote. Yeah, it's been like what two, three years. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. awesome. You know, I'm happy we're all together. Yeah. I, I hope you guys get a, a different experience this time. It's going to be a lot more energy in the room rather than you know virtual energy. So uh, whoever wants to go off first, I'm really excited to hear you guys. What you guys thought? Are we mind if I go? Yeah, yeah go for it. Um, is it like we? It's it's very well known that it's a very divi- decisive movie among divisive divisive yeah divisive i got it right the first time um it's I, a, I did adapted I did adapt. yeah 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 um it, it's a very divisive movie Be- and even among you know like video game people and i mean it, it definitely like we we talked about in in the street fighter episode of, of you've never seen you know like the world wasn't ex- as accepting of pop culture in this way, you know, as it is now. Now, like, you know, it is it is a cool thing to... Because, you know, the, I think be- most likely because the people who loved Super Mario Brothers and all that grew up and made movies and stuff like that. So, so I'm sure that there's, like, like you, yourself, Alan, and there's that little niche of, of people and stuff like that. But I know also that, that among video game players... Even at the time, and even nowadays, they're, they're, it's still a divisive movie, and and people are like, ah, oh, it's a piece of trash. Even nowadays, and I think it's because of um, even though like going when rewatching it, it today, like we were pointing out, oh, they like added a lot of Easter eggs and a lot of references, more so than I I remembered, because uh, I had I hadn't seen this movie in like I think ten years at this point now too. It, like I, I the last time I watched it was when we bought the DVD play, the D, the DVD like when it, w- it came out like it was a big deal ten years ago, and and yeah like so I that was cool but like I said in the middle of our viewing I was like it's just it's just mind boggling how you took the the lore and the elements of Mar- Super Mario Brothers and Mario Brothers and all those iterations up until nineteen ninety four when. Right, this 93. Is 93. Same year as Jurassic Park. Two yeah. dinosaur movies, same year. You know what, though? The 90s was really big into, like, dinosaurs. Uh-huh. So, so oh, yeah. The 90s, 
because like this movie shows too like it's because like that's when people were starting to like really find like go like there was another upsurge of finding dinosaurs like bones and stuff like that i remember in the 90s um but but yeah yeah but um yeah like it it's it um it's essentially i was mind boggled how a much away from the original content while still like having these like pretty intricate like references to the to the games but how they took it out of like like we were saying like you know this is come this we're recording this like a, a few days after uh, multiverse of madness came out and and also like recently um everything everywhere all at once like we kind of like equated it to like this feels very much like a multiversal version of of um super mario brothers and, and all that of the lore because it's like it's there but it's like a skewed you know and it's 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 taken it's it's like a whole different you know branching timeline of like of how it goes like you know you have like the koopas looking the way that they are which definitely size they like switched up they switched up the size proportion literally of a koopa where usually a koopa is is or a goomba i mean a goomba there's these little mushroom looking guys yeah but in in the game the head is bigger than the body where in this the body is bigger than the head and and then so also like yeah like it's just very much like a world flipped on its head and that's definitely like even had its i'm sure going against itself you know even among its like you know the fans of the games and stuff so i think it well we have the the new probably like coming out of the mario brothers movie coming out but i think that's going to be animated too yeah it's going to yeah. be by, by illumination with uh, chris pratt yeah and seth seth uh, seth rogan is donkey Kong. <laughs> oh and but, then jack black is bouncer which i'm very which, like gonna gonna have to get the star from me it's gonna gonna you gotta we'll come out see. and get the star i feel like i'm more happier with dennis hopper being bowser but okay but, yeah but but I mean it has it has that movie has a little bit more going to it because I I feel very much up until this point there's definitely been a lot more clearer lore written for for Super Mario and And stuff like that. There's not a lot to adapt in this this those early yeah exactly except for like you know like goes to the left and a princess is kidnapped yeah (laughs) kidnap princess gets kidnapped and like you know like he has a brother they're both Mm -hmm. last name Mario. And stuff like that, and um, but yeah, it's it's it. I mean, it is a classic to me. I do thoroughly enjoy it, but I do understand the divisiveness. So yeah. Yeah. Now this is like watching this. I hadn't seen this movie since the '90s. Like I was a kid when I last saw this movie, and a big part of it is because Nintendo hates this movie, and they have done a lot to try and bury it you can't get it on dvd there was a very slim window i think where you could get it on dvd mm-hmm. you can't buy a dvd anymore you yeah dude I, mm-hmm. I got lucky no i bought this dvd the one that we just watched mm-hmm. like two months ago like, oh, oh wow. i was just wow. lucky it was straight up like it was on amazon because mm-hmm. that is the same type of copy that i got 10 years ago yeah because yeah. it's it's oh, clearly yeah. like an old format it was not mm-hmm. when we were watching it it was like not formatted for a modern tv oh mm-hmm. absolutely like i think i just got lucky because like yeah, Amazon was like, it's like five bucks, it's on sale right mm-hmm. now. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever, fuck it. And then I think I looked it up later, and it was gone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck? You can't, you can't get it digitally. It's not on any streaming services. You can't even mm-hmm. rent it on Amazon Prime or anything. Like, it's nowhere. Like, they have really been like, fuck this movie. We do not want anyone to see it. And I kind of get why, because, like, them being Nintendo and being like, okay, like, this is not what we wanted. They, after this came out, did not do a live-action movie for, like, I don't know, 25 years or something until Detective Pikachu, Pikachu came out in 2019. And even then, that's, like, Game Freak. Like, I feel like and Nintendo... And that's very much Pokemon yeah, Company. Yeah, Pokemon Company yeah. and Game Freak are both kind of, mm-hmm. like... Well, still, Nintendo like, is very, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like Nintendo's, like, we don't have a lot to lose. It's kind of like if mm-hmm. you went, like... Well, you know, Disney is, like, we have Mickey Mouse, and we're not going to make Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. But you can use, like, you know... 
that fucking rabbit, Oswald, Oswald. the rabbit, or whatever. Please. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry about that. Oswald the lucky or unlucky uh, uh, rabbit. No, Oswald the lucky rabbit. Uh, Oswald the lucky rabbit. You can use him in a Wii game or whatever. Kind well, of thing. They to, well, they had to. That was Mi- Epic back. Mickey. It Epic had Mickey in it. This is a tangent real fast, but they had they didn't have the rights to him. No, because he was yeah because they had to trade an actual sportscaster away to get the rights back to him because it was Walt Disney's first like that was like his proto Mickey and then like when he like left Universal he was like. Alright, I'll make a new guy. It's a whole other thing, but that's why oh, yeah, all di- all Disney fans cried when that game came out because it was like the return of Mickey's older brother. It's okay, cool. sorry. That's so <laughs> wild, man. But, but like, like that's like a whole hidden lore. Like, yeah, uh, I, I love about that. I, I love Ep- Epic Mickey. I, I played some of it. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was cool. Yeah. And I think it's the so second awesome. one is like. Him and Mickey are like homies together and stuff. Yeah, but it's so awesome. Well, no, we don't want to go on the tangent. Yeah, but ep- I recommend Epic Mickey. But, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, like I was saying, like, you know, this is a movie that, you know, I hadn't seen for a very long time and that I kind of remember liking as a kid, but I knew it had this bad reputation. And going into it now and watching it, I was like, this is a bad movie. Like, this is not like a well made, like, movie that is doing a good job at a- adapting the games. That being said, I had so much fucking fun with it. Like yeah. this movie was a wild ride. I you under- guys tried to do a drinking game, but that went out the window within the first yeah, five the, minutes. Yeah, for the first half hour, like we were just done. Like, yeah. yeah, no, it wasn't much of a bright drinking game. Like it was like it was more just like chug your fucking drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's not. It was not a good drinking <laughs> game. But um, yeah, this movie is just weird and just it, it's that is the the thing I can say about it. Like the one, if I had to choose one word to describe this movie, it would be weird because this movie, it's it feels like they are like clearly not game fans. They didn't know the source material. They're just like, yeah, it's a video game movie. We put Slap Mario on the cover. People will see it. Well, let's just make our own thing and we'll just make the wildest. Like I heard somewhere that it was like Blade Runner for kids. Is what the director was like going for. You get that. Yeah. Yeah. But it is just. I don't know. Like, I, I remember being, as a little kid, I didn't like it because, like, or there was one thing I didn't like with the Peach wasn't in it, but it's just, like, has very, very little to do with Mario. Uh, like, the one, like, there's references, obviously, and there's, like, the bomb on stuff, and they're like, oh, this is King Koopa, and it's just, it's just a guy. Um, but yeah, it's so, it's so weird. It's just, like, how, it's one of those things you're, like, it's a relic from, like, this other time where they're, like, we don't really know how to make video game movies. So so we'll just make whatever the fuck we want, and it's gonna be fucking bug nuts. And mm-hmm. I I I can't say that I'm like because it, it's it's funny because like I, I the way you feel about this movie, Alan, is probably the same way that I feel about the Pokemon the first movie, like the one that was uh, the you the, know, yeah, the, the Mew, yeah the Mewtwo mm-hmm. Strikes Back, um, which is actually the full title is Pokemon the first movie Mewtwo, Mewtwo Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. It's got two colons in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, isn't there another? Pokemon movie where it says Mewtwo Strikes Back again or something. He like that. they remade it with CG. Yeah. Um. It's I can't remember what it's called, but it's something. They just they, they, re, they, they yeah the they re-released twice. it. Yeah. They yeah. didn't re-release oh, okay. it. They remade the movie, but instead of being traditionally animated like anime, it was like CG animations. But it's just the same movie with some minor tweaks. Oh. Okay. But the way I feel about that movie is like I'm like watching this movie. I watched it recently and I was like I have, that movie is ingrained. Like every frame of that movie is stuck in my memory. And my like film Most Vikings are in Minnesota. <laughs> Fucking hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was still Vikings. They're mostly in Minnesota. <laughs> but like I was like watching that movie as an adult, like I get it that this is not a well made good movie, like from like my film critic like adult brain, but like the nostalgia is too strong. I'm like, I can't overcome the nostalgia. It's the Goonies effect. I saw it when I was a kid. I watched it so much that I've tricked myself into liking this movie. And I feel like that is the case of a lot of these early 90s movies. And I don't know. I, so I feel like that's why, uh, why it's, it is so divisive is because it has this place in people's personal history. Like this movie means a lot to me. How dare you say that it's not good? So, like, I don't want to tell people, like, hey, fuck you for liking this movie. It doesn't hold up to Mario, whatever, whatever. Like, if you have fun with it, have fun with it. It is weird and wild, and it is very fun because it is just going off the rails. And I like that it is just doing something very weird. It is just definitely disrespectful to its source material, but it is fucking wild. Mm-hmm. No, I feel you on that. Like, I totally get that. I, I kind of, I know what you mean about, like, the whole nostalgia thing where some people are like, oh, you know, 
I liked it as a kid, but even when I saw it as a kid, this and True Fighter, the movie, Double Dragon, I didn't really play Double Dragon that much, so when I saw it, I was kind of, like, indifferent about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I hadn't seen it for, like, 30 years. But Super Mario Brothers, the movie, and Street Fighter, the movie, were really in my heart because I loved the games. I, I played all of them. I played both of them a lot. You know, I played mm-hmm. them at the arcade. You know, I played Street Fighter 2 at the arcade. Anyway, and all I had was, like, an NES at the time. But even watching it, I thought, like, even as a child, I was like, how the fuck do you adapt? <laughs> like, just yeah. a guy running over pipes and jumping on little creatures and stuff like that. It's kind of hard to do. Yeah. And I think even early on as a child, like, this movie isn't a nostalgia thing for me. It's more of, like, it's just a fucked up, weird, dark version, Wizard of Oz, kind of, like, Return of Oz type of We gotta talk about Return of Oz sometime. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> definitely. But, but, yeah, like, this one it was just kind of more, like, that's fair. That's fair. I do like now that you compare it to Return to Oz. I'm like, I see it. It's where it is fucked up and like and dark. Yeah, it's and like a kids like, movie. But you're like, is this for kids? Would kids like this? I don't think adults would like it. But would kids like it? I don't know who's this for. But I kind of dig it. Exactly. And you kind of just go with like, fuck you, dude. I mean, like, I guess it's kind of how like right now there's a whole controversy with Multiverse of Madness where they're like it should have been R-rated and blah 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 it's too gory it's too intense and I'm like it's not that gory it's not gory at all but like go watch like Super Mario Brothers or like Return of Oz and those are fucking terrifying yeah Mm -hmm. like Super Mario Brothers the movie like there's sequences like even when we were sitting and watching it right now I was like damn I remember this part scared the shit out of me this part scared the shit out of me so it's like I feel like the 80s and 90s had a had this weird they were, they were good at doing for both mm-hmm. adults and kids where mm-hmm. nowadays starting from the late 90s and on they're just like we're gonna do something for kids and we're gonna do like secret sex jokes yeah every some stuff yeah. does that that some i stuff. feel like that started with shrek that was the one where it's like it's a kid's yeah. movie but we'll just put in these innuendos but while pixar was still like oh we'll have like a movie that kids and adults can enjoy like you can still as an adult like fucking watch toy story and be like moved there's Without some innuendos in Disney. Yeah, there's, there's some innuendos oh, in Disney. Disney. But I'm saying yeah. it's, it's, it's more like this is just a movie for everybody rather than, oh, here's a movie for kids and we're going to put in some sex jokes for you. The innuendos in Disney are more like very like the animators just fucking around and, and, and like appeasing themselves rather than being My like... My eyes can see straight through your armor. So that's Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's... Well, then yeah, that's before, so that's that. before then, and Alan was talking about what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying. But, but even then... You're, you're, you're missing the point, point that I'm saying is that it's like you you have movies where it's just like that's gonna be the whole thing. That's the only thing for adults is like we'll throw some adults things. In oh, there. I see, I see. Yeah, but when they're okay. like, there's the Pixar method of just being like, hey, this is a movie that is technically a kids movie, but okay. adult like Soul or something oh, like, okay. has these I deep see. resonant I things. See, yeah. I see, I see, I see. Okay, I still feel like they still do that shit. That's why I kind of don't watch those movies as much anymore because I feel like it's such a separate thing. Like it's like this is kids. And we're going to sprinkle this on. Where I feel like in the 80s and 90s, they really were just like... It was the Wild West where they're just like... Wild Wild it. West. Wiki Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wiki Wild. Yeah. And they just kind of were like, fuck it, man. Like, this is... The, like, I feel like with older movies, it's good to throw in horrific images because mm-hmm. it just fits somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know why. I feel like horror back in the day was kind of like the middle ground where it would connect kids and adults <laughs> together. Well, so, I, yeah. I do... I'm on the the kind of like fence of uh, not on the fence but i'm on the side of the fence where it's like i definitely do think that like the whole with going back to the multiverse of madness thing of like oh it's too graphic and stuff like that it's like it's oh it's not that graphic and it's like this is would be fine a couple years ago like we let's just keep it that way like kids like give, you know, don't be so soft, the kids. Kind of like yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like so, we have the internet. It's now. awesome. Yeah, How much like shit. Can you see on the internet nowadays? Like, I, I'm not trying to sound like some fucking boomer or anything. But like, there's so much shit online. Yeah. We're like, dude, I go on fucking Twitter. And like, there's this like meme of like the penguin from the Batman. Where he's like, hey, what are you doing? Why are you showing me? Come on. And it's like yeah. when you log into Twitter, and I'm like, yeah, that's fucking true. <laughs> there's yeah. so much sex and so much gore and so much bullshit. Where I'm like. Some fucking kid's gonna see it, dude. Nowadays, yeah. Yeah. like, even when I was 11, 12 years old, 
Back in like 2011, 20, 2001 and 2002, dude, I fucking went on rotten.com. <laughs> I saw yeah. all that fucked up shit. It's just like, I, I'm not saying go and show your kids yeah, like graphic, <laughs> graphic, graphic stuff. But I mean, like, there's yeah. a there's a threshold that like has been lowered and lowered and lowered to for for other people. But I'm like, you could keep that threshold from the 90s. Like, I, I'm fine yeah, with it. Fine. <laughs> kind yeah, of thing. You know, like, you know, don't go and show them, like, you know. Antichrist like it's, with like yeah. Defoe it's okay fucking, to you know the scarring it 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 it, it flick you know it's um um the scarring you know the scarring you know it it strengthens like it I, really I feel does. like going no, back to Pokemon the first movie like yeah it is it traumatizing to see Ash turn into stone yes but it made me stronger <laughs> exactly and that was like the second time he died too so it's like whoa holy shit this yeah. is, when did he die the first time the first time he died was with my favorite pokemon the ghost pokemon oh he yes like true yeah they all lost the soul out of the his souls. body yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. true 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 that, but, but anyways yeah so so i mean to, to jump back from one mm. video game adaptation to another yeah. mm-hmm. um i like the weird multiverse thing because like at the time dude it's fucking hard like like video games didn't have such a vast storyline that we have now like you know mm-hmm. you have like Horizon Zero Dawn, we have Last of Us, we have all these video games that have so much vast stories that like go out of their way to be stories like that, that like that they nowadays do like let's do gameplay and story first. Mm-hmm. I mean, with RPGs, you know, kind of thing for one player games in general, Kingdom Hearts and everything like that. So back in the day, yeah, you had Mario and then you had Contra, you had fucking Castlevania. And even then, Castlevania fucking took them 30 years to make an actual show mm-hmm. that followed a good storyline. And that storyline, no offense to the series, they, they, they got the best bits of it, but there's not a lot to get. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to get. So they were like, we have to make our own thing. And like the whole Castlevania storyline kind of became this whole war, and they expanded on it, and they focused on Castlevania 3. So I'm like, yeah, but when you but when you play Castlevania 3, you pop in the fucking NES cartridge, it tells you the whole fucking story in like 30 seconds. They're like, you know, a fucking Star Wars, you know, word scroll. scroll. Yeah. Yeah. So Super Mario Brothers, you jump into it. What the fuck is the story? Save the princess. Yeah. The second one where, you know, Super Mario Brothers 2, which in Japan was Super Mario Brothers, The Lost World, The Lost Levels. The Lost then, World? Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> Lost Levels. And in the reverse in Japan, ours was Super Mario Brothers USA and that was Super Mario Brothers 2 over there. So, not a lot's going on. And then Super Mario Brothers 3, yeah, you got a little bit of shit going on, but still, it's very hard to adapt to storyline where you're like, mm-hmm. save the princess every fucking time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you get the Koopa Kids and all this stuff, and you get new characters introduced. But again, it's not like there's a fucking story going on where you're like, yeah, let's follow that. So, I always thought it was very interesting that it kind of went like this weird Elseworlds thing mm-hmm. where they're like, Let's make it dark and weird and strange and all the cars are bumper cars and <laughs> fucking fungus is all over the place and you know bombs and everything like that so and the fungus is fucking bishop from alien like yeah, you're bishop from alien. Yeah, like, exactly. you were like is that i was like lance hendrickson yeah and like i noticed that for the first time and i've seen this movie multiple times since the 90s you know I, the last time i saw it was maybe like eight years ago maybe with my buddies and we're just shooting the shit and again you know i saw it again and yeah, like I still love it no matter what. I think it's a lot of fun. And yeah, does it follow the, the Super Mario Brothers storyline? Of course fucking not. Because there was not a lot to follow. Mm-hmm. Like there's not going on for it. It's like trying to like it's like the whole Sony thing going on right now where they're like, We're gonna do El Huerto and there's literally two fucking comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, look at all the yeah. story you're gonna fuck what are they gonna do? They're gonna do Super Mario Brothers in the movie. Yeah. And that aspect they're gonna mm-hmm. be like, you have to take uh, you know, take ideas from ourselves. You have to fuck around with it. Maybe ask Marvel, but what is it? What, what the fuck are yeah. they gonna do with it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's that's why I will give this movie a little more more slack and leeway than something like Monster Hunter, which came out like last fucking year and was like like Monster Hunter. There's like there's like people who are like devoted fans and like yeah. so much lore to that series, and they're just like, what if we just like made something completely different, and we're just gonna like make this one make it like based on this one video that was a joke sort of crossover with metal gear 
solid and just like have like people from the real world get sucked in and have machine i'm like what nothing that, Dude, that has a, so much lore though that series there's a realistic reason why that movie was created was because oh meal jovovich we're done with with resident yeah Evil. let's do this yeah but i'm saying Hunter. then actually just make it like the games you don't have that excuse of like oh there's nothing to adapt here and but this one because there is not that much source material to to pull on i give it a little bit of a pass mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and i thought monster Hunter was fine I never I played some of the Monster Hunter games. I thought they were okay, you know, fucking sue me, but I think they're whatevers. That's my personal opinion. But I thought the movie was fine. I thought it did a good job of what it what it was. I know people are gonna be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But yeah, when there's very there's so much lack of, of source material, it's kind of hard. It's really hard to make something original or new. Like just like with Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter the movie. Yeah, there's a storyline there, but Street Fighter Alpha wasn't out yet, mm-hmm. and Street Fighter Alpha really gave so much more story to the to, to the whole lore. Yeah, there's a, you know you get your character endings, and they're like you know Chun Li killed Bison, and this happened, and you know Gago got revenge for Charlie or whatever the fuck. Ryu's still homeless, whatever <laughs> you know, like he's still go- it's still the same thing. So there's such a lack with that. It just takes time, and I think they were just trying to, like, bank off the success of, of all these major video games that were, like, so many millions of copies all over the world. Like, you, you, I, I feel like it's, for me, personally, I, I, I kind of know a little bit of the story with the filmmaking. I know the, 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 the husband-wife team, there's a whole fucking thing between them, and, like, John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins drinking on set, <laughs> having a fucking horrible time, and, like, budget you know, going over budget, going under budget, whatever the fuck's going on. There's a lot of stuff going on with it, but it, they're making something brand new. They're world building. They're creating something where they're like, dude, we literally have like three pages of source material. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot going on for us. So we got to do the best we can. So I feel like even as a kid, I forgave him for that where I was like, that's weird, but it's cool to see. And I think that's where my nostalgia factor comes in. of this more like, I saw it as a kid and I enjoyed it. And even now as an adult, I can forgive a lot of things where I go, yeah, man, you got you to gotta understand. They couldn't do everything. Compared to, you know, the fact that nowadays we have all these like, new video game adaptations like Last of Us is coming out soon. And then today they just dropped the new Resident Evil trailer where they're, like, for the Netflix series. And they're like, we're going to base it after the video games. And I'm like, really? Like, if anything, I'm more upset about that because I'm like, there's so much lore, so much stuff you can go on. I feel like they're trying to go the Watchmen mm-hmm. route of like, Oh, we're not going to fuck with, you know... What you already know. What you already know, but let's go this way. And I feel like it can be a 50-50. It's, safe, it's a safe route. But sometimes I'm like, it's very easy to fuck up. Well, I think if it, it were... I think that, and another thing that might have, like... Um, uh, like, kind of, like, pushed them in that route also was the... Kind of the... Um, I won't say... But the audience success of... Uncharted because that was placed before the games, so and that kind of like played well with. That well, this was it was in development before Uncharted came out. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, but yeah, still, or I mean, Resident Evil. That's what we're talking about, right, Ariel? Yeah, oh, yeah. but I'm saying, but still, kind of, I wouldn't be surprised if like kind of like they hear like, okay, Uncharted's going this route, and then like already once they like had mentioned that, like fans were like kind of like okay with Maybe. it enough. Well, reading the the game forums and stuff mm-hmm. like that for me, like the mm-hmm. fans were like okay, with yeah. that, like they still had like their gripes and stuff, their, their gripes and stuff like that. But I think probably that that push might be an influence also. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with that because the thing is, again, that's where I say where it's a fifty fifty where mm-hmm. like, you can be safe. Where like uh, you know Resident Evil, sorry, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City was like, we want to adapt Resident Evil 1 and 2 together. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you know, go ahead and listen to that episode if you want to hear about it. I don't want to spoil it, so go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug. Yeah. And, and then with um, Uncharted, they were probably like, let's do a prequel. It's a little easier. It's kind of, you know, Uncharted ground. So mm-hmm. they're going to go that way kind of thing. So And then with Watchmen, you know, um, Damon 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 Lindelof. Damon Lindelof, Damon Lindelof. Damon Lindelof's uh, Watchmen. He's like, well, I don't want to fuck up with, I don't want to fuck around with the main one, so let's do a sequel mm-hmm. to it, which is very ballsy in itself. Yeah. Going, let's make a sequel to one of the greatest, if not the greatest graphic novel of all time. So it's one of those things where it's like, Super Mario Brothers, 
the movie was kind of in the sense of like we can't fucking go before and we can't go after because there's not a lot to go on. So we have to do the best we can and and adapt it the best we can. And it sucks that unfortunately you know the actors and everybody like paid a price and they didn't die or anything. But like <laughs> it's unfortunate they're like man I hated my experience whatever you know I know Bob got, Bob Hoskins hated it. And John Leguizamo was kind of like, eh, you know, he had a good time. He got fucked up every now and again mm-hmm. on the set. But I feel like this movie d- deserves a lot of forgiveness. Because it's the first video game movie of all time. Technically, technically, actually, here's a little bit of trivia. It's not. It's not the first live-action feature-length video game movie. There's a little-known movie that was a straight-to-video movie that was uh, a Japanese... It wasn't even released in theaters in Japan. It was straight-to-DVD or straight-to-VHS in Japan and straight-to-VHS in America only, like, in 1985. It originally came out in 1988. Cyber Ninja. It's a very... It's like... They call it Toku, like, Power Ranger-style... Tokusatsu. Yes, thank you. Um, time of thing. I actually watched it preparing for this series. I couldn't find a sub or a dub, so I just watched it in Japanese. I don't feel like I missed very much still, but there is, if you guys want to be a purist and watch the original or the original feature-length video game live-action movie, Cyber Ninja is the one. Wait, did you say it was released in theaters in Japan? It was not released in theaters in Japan. It was a straight-to-video um, in Japan, and then, like, seven years later, video in America. So I take it back. Super Mario Brothers the movie is the first theatrically yes. released video game movie of all time. And it does deserve credit for being a trailblazer because this that nobody really knows about that one. Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to throw that piece of trivia. out. It's a very Japanese niche where, like you know, this movie was like a first kind of like yeah we said theatrical, but also like mainstream too. Yeah, and, and back in Japan, in Japan, they still do it nowadays. Now it, it, the OVA, it's an original yep. video game adaptation, mm-hmm. or no, original video animation. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like um, yeah. Uh, like Battle Angel Alita, uh, Dark Soccer's Super uh, Super uh, Street Fighter Two. The uh, there's a Super the uh, Street Fighter Two. There's a Street Fighter Two movie. I was actually just watching it the other day. They're all OVAs. Uh, any anime people out there who grew up watching anime in the '90s, early 2000s, don't know exactly what I mean about OVAs. There's some OVAs like in present day too, like yeah, most the, notably like um, the Attack on Titan OVAs too. Exactly, yeah. They're mm-hmm. just like additional. Nowadays, it's kind of just more like extra. Like, yeah, but like, back in yeah. the day, it was just kind of like this is the, it. The, yeah, this is it. Like mm-hmm. you just went to a store and you went and bought it and stuff. And then in the late '90s, early 2000s over here, 2000s, 2000s <laughs> over here, you would get OVAs, and that's the only way you got an animated adaptation. Mm-hmm. And even then, you were still like, "What the fuck is this?" kind of thing. But yeah, so so I totally see that. I think uh, the Giver was kind of like that. I think it was like theatrically released with Mark Hamill, and then they made like OVAs, and then it, and then they made like sequels to it later on. That's kind of like the weird mm-hmm. presence of it. I don't know why I'm bringing it up, but anyways, back to Mario Mario Bros. Uh, yeah, so it, it it was a trailblazer, like you said. And the thing is, it's not like a type of film that really opens up to like oh. This is how you do a video game movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was like, "Okay, um, <laughs> that's how they did it." And Super Mario Brothers is the number one selling video game of all time at that time. So they're like, "Fuck, okay, what do we do now?" Street Fighter Two, the movie, Double Dragon, whatever other fucking arcade game games that came out at the time, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, and Annihilation, and and even then, Mortal Kombat. I think nineteen ninety five is Mortal Kombat. You know. Um, fact check me if I'm wrong, 1995, that was kind of like the best adaptation yeah. so far. Yeah, and even you're right. Then, it had really, for up until like, I think 2001 and then nothing until like the, like 2015 had as good as Rotten Tomato scores as mm-hmm. the first um, Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think we could contribute the success to Mor- a Mortal Kombat? A tribute? Be- attribute mm-hmm. the success to Mortal Kombat? Because it kind of like had like and which is now something that that current you know video game movies are getting a little bit more at, great at doing is like kind of like having that little sprinkle of of recognition or like something to be that's that's that is recognizable to the audience. So like with with Mortal Kombat, you have that element of of a tournament. 
and then but the tournament kind of like is is like kind of reminiscent of of enter the dragon mm-hmm. of bruce lee and so do you think that maybe because it, there's a little bit more something that that normal audiences can recognize like oh okay like yeah this is like essentially like a karate tournament with uh you know but with mystic arts and stuff like that 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 movie is like mortal Kombat, and then of course like uncharted is a little bit more easier because like okay it's a treasure hunting movie it's like kind of like set a little bit more based in reality do you think that that might help have helped at least the early success of mortal Kombat, and like that being kind of like the first video game movie to like Succeed. To succeed, yeah. Absolutely, I agree with that. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, in the 90s, I remember the big things were like martial arts films. Mm-hmm. So, you mm-hmm. know, we had... Um, exactly. Over here, we got, you know, Legend of Dragon Master with Jackie Chan. And I think it was the sequel. We got the sequel over here. And it just did so fucking well. And then Jackie Chan was a huge star. We got Rush Hour. We got all these other, you know, plethora of Jackie Chan films. And then just martial arts was kind of, and just like how dinosaurs were a big thing in the 90s, I feel like dinosaurs and martial arts movies and slightly comic book adaptations were a thing. And we had Batman, we had Spawn, and, um, and Steel, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Shaq. <laughs> I'm a superhero. Look out. I'm a superman. Sounds like, it sounds like Elvis doing a, a Shaq impression. <laughs> but yeah, so like, but the thing is, yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right on that because they're like, oh, cool, it's like a martial arts movie. So it's open to everybody. So everybody at the time, it's like how nowadays we have all these Marvel movies and comic book movies. So everyone's kind of like, yeah, let's all go out and hang out and go watch the movie together. I think Mortal Kombat maybe might have studied Super Mario Brothers and Street Fighter and said, well, let's not do what they did because mm-hmm. they were kind of inaccurate. And some well, Mario Brothers... In a lot of aspects, that were very inaccurate. So maybe they were kind of like, you know what? Mortal Kombat's pretty easy to ad- adapt because the thing is, one of the big things about NetherRealm Studios' video games is that they really, really love their story. They mm-hmm. really go out of their way to do story. I know people, you know, the FGC love to complain about Mortal Kombat and Injustice games, but you cannot fucking disagree that Injustice, Mortal Kombat games have fucking mm-hmm. amazing storylines. Yep. They, they really go out of the way to do really well mm-hmm. storylines. So I think that's another, on top of what you were saying, attributing to uh, martial arts films uh, and having a great storyline, it was a lot easier for them to adapt something to, to get great success. Unfortunately, Mortal Kombat Annihilation had really bad CGI yeah. and they went off the fucking rails. They deviated from their lore yeah. from oh, the yeah, first they, one. They, That's they, what they it is. Killed Johnny Cage yeah, they killed right Johnny Cage that. right away. Yeah. Which upset me as like a seven, eight year old yeah. where I was like, What the fuck? Dude, Johnny Cage didn't do <laughs> yep. anything other than like punch people in the balls. Like, what the yeah. fuck's wrong with you? And but, then they yeah. kill him in his like signature split too. Like he like gets turned into stone sick in his signature split. Yeah, it's That's fucking awesome. cool. Just what? like whatever. Like, you yeah. know nowadays there's a lot more respect for Johnny Cage and the video games and stuff and then they had that, like, you know, in the recent Mortal Kombat movie, they had that whole, like, um, like, uh, teaser that Johnny Cage is Yeah, they're like, we're going to Hollywood. And I'm so yeah. fucking hyped for that. I'm so excited. Yeah. Johnny Cage is one of the coolest characters. Not one of my favorites, mm. but he's just one of those characters that you love. Just yeah. Like, you know, I love Ryu and Jury and Lara and Chun-Li from Street Fighter, but I love Zangief, and mm-hmm. Zangief is fucking great. Mm. Street Fighter the movie. But, yeah, sorry, I'm like trailing off a little bit too much but you know when you hear more about what you guys think well like to kind of go off of Ariel's question what I think Mortal Kombat did really well that I don't know if the Mario Brothers movie is is you can like with these things like we're saying okay there's not a lot there there's not a lot of lore to adapt and look at something like you know a kids book like where the wild things are and why I think that that movie it's like fucking 20 sentences or so something but the movie I think and it's one I want to cover on the show at some point does really well is it adapts the the way the book feels the themes of it what it is trying to get across in the case of where the wild things are like what it feels like to be like an a kid and to like not understand the world and have like these angry feelings and and like to kind of be growing up and how hard that is and in mortal Kombat, it's just like the themes are like fucking the world is fucking brutal and you know you're gonna like rip the spine out of a guy and it's just gnarly and there's these weird things I don't know if Mario, like Mario, like may deviate, and I, I don't, I want to hear what if you guys think that 
Mario manages to capture the feeling of the games. Because like we said, there's not a lot of story to adapt. So you can just kind of do whatever you want with the story. But what really matters is not adapting the story beat for beat, but adapting and getting the messages that the like the original work is trying to convey and the themes of that original work and making it feel like it's a piece of the original. Well, I'm going to say straight up, no. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no, because at the time, it was very simple. The, the, there was no themes. I, I think at the time of video games, there wasn't any like, Mm-hmm. Let's convey a message. Let, yeah. Let's let's give something off. Let let's make something a fucking thing. You know, at the time they were just like let's let's make a video game and let's make something that's entertaining. And people are gonna put their fucking coins into a machine. And then with the NES again, same thing. They're like, we made a family computer, Famicom, and we're gonna <laughs> tell it to people and they're gonna play video games. So at the at the time, it's hard to compare that because I think where the wild things are. Yeah, it's only twenty sentences, but the images. And the writing, even how minute they are, it's trying to convey something. Mm-hmm. When you play Mario, you're not like, oh, man, man, like, like what is the socioeconomic political stance of the world? Like, this guy's trying to capture mushrooms. Is it about, like, drug addiction? And it's what? going through pipes. Like, how does he feel about cleaning shit? Well, I would say, like, like, some, yeah, somebody, yeah. okay, I don't think Mario did, but some video <laughs> games at the time definitely have, like, oh, like yeah, I think yeah. Legend of Zelda is all about courage and finding your courage and like doing the right thing yeah. you know and it's a simple thing but like where the wild things are is also a simple thing you know mario may have been lacking that and that may have been why it was a difficult thing to well adapt. you don't well yeah. like being zelda has di- not dialogue but it has text you know like very in the original zelda and the ones i'm talking about from like back in the day yeah, very yeah. little like if you were to make a zelda movie in 1993 like there is very little text so you got courage out of just playing, like you got the the message of courage out of playing those games. Yes, Ooh. like that's it's it's implicit in the thing because you're getting there is just like you've got to get the Triforce, you've got to save like you just want to get a save yeah. the princess. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's like the. But you are it's there's a lot of like subtext in the game about like you mm-hmm. have the you yeah. have to like find your courage and it's very little text. But like it is just with like where the wildlings are with like so yeah, like twenty sentences. I, I, I yeah. feel like you can go both ways over that because I know what Ariel's mm-hmm. gonna get to, get to. You can say the same thing with Super Mario Brothers, where like your your princess is another castle, so you still have to be like courageous and you have to fight through and everything. I'm just saying in the more aspect of like. Well, then maybe it, that yeah, maybe that was the theme. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. it was the theme. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. You know, kill. Because I because I I played a lot more Zelda than I have Mario, and I think the themes are very explicit even in those early games of like courage and like. Tr- trying to do the right thing because yeah yeah i think so i think because like yeah like mario i mean it does push you to be courageous especially when you mm-hmm. get to like bowser's castle and stuff and there's all this fucking shit going mm-hmm. on i could see that but I, I guess i'm more just i'm not looking at the themes of it i'm more like story-wise like i feel like nowadays yeah there's a lot of mario games that have like story that you can that you can possibly adapt like i would say like super mario odyssey i was like it's not an amazing fucking story it's mm-hmm. not like oh my god it's like watchmen or anything but it's, it's enough to be like you can kind of do that and have a good time with it mm-hmm. but theme wise i feel like that's very up in the air mm-hmm. even with zelda that's just me that's just me yeah i think it's just like it, it's it was you know like they did they weren't able to do express too much story unless it was like given as a long text like i think that's why like maybe like metroid game i think had like a lot more longer text in it and stuff like that um but uh, yeah super mario brothers it's just like it it could be seen it's courageous and stuff like that but he is trying to get some ass so it's like yeah, it exactly. taken yeah. as that so too. that's my question is yeah. is did they adapt was there themes in the mario games and did yeah. they do a good job no, adapting the, the, well, the key thing that I think from, like, that, that the Mario games had and then that was interpreted into this movie was, like, the brotherhood, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you had, you had up until that, you still, you know, Luigi is, is a contentious, a contentious character, um, you know, of, like, is he better than his brother? And, you know, that could be argued. Some say he is, some say he isn't because of his abilities, but whatever. Um, but, no, but at the time, <laughs> um, you know, you had these brothers and, like, without saying what their relationship is just the fact that they're brothers you kind of like okay there's a brotherly love there and stuff so so that was a a, you know a nice thing to interpret you know for the movie Mm -hmm. and then um 
of course, like, you know, like, you have, it, like, in, in Alan, while we were watching, you got, you brought that up because I was like, well, yeah, why choose Daisy and stuff like that? And you're like, well, because John Linguizamo is young and hot. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, like, you need a yeah. young princess. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a Hollywood thing of just yeah. being like, you know, like, I'm not surprised if there was a point where, um, you know, they kept going with the Batman Schumacher movies and after Batman and Robin. I wouldn't be surprised if it went out of the way to be like, all right, let's not focus on the Bruce relationship anymore. Let, you know what they were going to do, Batman Triumphant, mm-hmm. where they are going to do Scarecrow and Harley Quinn. Although and Clooney is much more of a, a, a apt romantic lead than... Um, than uh, Val Kilmer. No, than, uh, what's his name? Um, Michael Keaton? No, no, the guy in this. Uh, Mario in this. Why am I oh, forgetting? Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, yeah, because you can have... You can have like George Clooney be a viable romantic lead in the Batman movies a lot easier than you can have Bob Hoskins be a romantic lead, which is why I think that they did not go with Peach being in this movie. I mean, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I felt it was more like there was this thing in the '90s where they were kind of like, Let, let's focus on the young, and they did catch me. They did catch me with that with Batman and Robin, where like when I saw Batman and Robin as a kid, I always loved Batman, but for some reason, Batman and Robin really made me go like I'm young I'm like Robin so I want to be like Robin mm-hmm. and I grew and I mm-hmm. I remember that year I dressed up as Robin like I bought I got the costume and everything I had the red Robin on my chest and everything and it felt super cool me too and I yeah. think that's what they were trying to do with Super Mario Brothers movies that they're like who's the hotter character mm-hmm. I mean no offense you know I thought Bob Hoskins is easily the hotter character and his girl is way fucking hotter than Daisy <laughs> but yeah now that old, I'm older I'm an old fuck yeah, at the time. That, that's what they're going for. They're like, Luigi's younger, he's hot, he's hip, he's cool, he's wow. We he's got possessed. the original ethnically ambiguous man of John Leguizamo. Exactly. He's the... He's the, he's the, the proto-Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah, he's proto-Oscar Isaac. Exactly. So, he's like, our first, yeah, Hispanic playing every kind of ethnicity. Yeah, and, and if you listen to his stand-ups, he even talks about it. Yeah. I think it was... Oh god, it came out in the early 2000s. I, I is he Italian? Is he a sloth? What is he? Yeah, like, is he, oh, Italian? I, is he Italian? Yeah. Is he Mexican? And, like, he even jokes around about saying that he's like, when I'm in California, I'm Mexican. When I'm in the East Coast, Florida, New York, I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah. And all, he always makes jokes about that, so I totally get what he means. You know, being a. Ethnically ambiguous as well. Yeah. Absolutely. That whole thing, too, like, we, but it's like pseudo made Luigi. And John Leguizamo and 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 Pete and I'm Peach, um, Daisy. Th- it kind of made them the pseudo um, Mario and Peach in that way, which is kind of an interesting take and 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 stuff like that. But but even that, like, okay, you, you that's the kind of like interpretation and and what another thing that they got from the lore, you know. And then of course all the little things of the, like we mentioned the bombs. They I, they mention thwomp, but they don't have a thwomp yeah, missed like opportunity a thomp, there. Thomp, like neon sign and stuff. Yeah. yeah, their interpretation of Big Bertha very interesting. They could <laughs> have given fish. her at least a fish dress, looking dress. You know, like a wait, me, they, like they, it has a white red. trim. Yeah, yeah like guess, but it, like yeah. has a white trim and stuff like that. Like they just yeah, because she's big as a fish and stuff. Yeah. They could have explained it that way. Yeah, exactly. so, yeah. yeah, big fish, whatever. Like I know some people are like it's Birdo, and I'm like that's not fucking Birdo. That's yeah. not and like not at all. But you know they they tried their best, and I appreciate what they did with it. And, and, and at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, especially nowadays that we live in this age of, like, now we're kind of venturing off into the multiverse, mm-hmm. where, like, you know, the, the early 2010s, it was, like, just getting these comic book characters together, mm-hmm. and then having more event films, and then finally climaxing a story. I'm, I'm kind of going off on the MCU, having this big thing. So now it's kind of nice, because we're kind of venturing off into this new territory, where Super Mario Brothers, the movie, kind of already did it a little bit ago. But they're like, let's do a different dimension. Let's do another universe. And if you really wanted to, if you wanted to be very, you know, like, tied to the lore and tied to the multiverse of video games, you know, if they wanted to, they could tie in the, the new Chris Pratt movie and Super Mario Brothers canon in general and Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Mm-hmm. You could be like, it's a whole multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> Where the main 616 multiverse yeah. is the, the, video, the Mario games that we know and love. And then you have the Chris Pratt and then you have this. Because I'm not going to lie. Till this day, I still wish Capcom would have the fucking balls to make skins for Street Fighter the movie. Mm-hmm. And have them in Street Fighter Five. They fucking didn't. So hopefully Street Fighter Six. <laughs> yeah. 
but I feel like it's fascinating. I think it's super cool to be like, hey, yeah, this might this might be a shitty part of our history, but it's still part of your history. And that's why I love the Mortal Kombat does that. The Mortal Kombat has like the actors come back from the Mortal Kombat yeah, movies in the nineties and like do the alternate skins and stuff. Yeah, you in Mortal Kombat Eleven, you have the Shang Tsung mm-hmm. skin. You have, I believe, Sonya Blade. You have Johnny Cage. I think you have um, uh, Liu Kang, and of course. I bought the Shang Tsung one. I never used Shang Tsung, yeah. but I was like, I need to fucking have it. And it's still fucking cool because you're still like, dude, that's part of the history. And they even pulled the actor who plays Shang Tsung and, and the original Mortal Kombat movie. Like, you know, because they do mocap. Mortal Kombat's known for using mocap their whole fucking history. And they fucking were like, yeah, let's pull the actor. Who's the most fucking memorable Shang Tsung? The fucking guy who played him. You know, excuse me, I, I don't remember his name. Is it, um... But Simone, but I, I can't love remember him. His he name also that, plays Haihachi in the horrible Tekken movie randomly. I'd be okay with it. He, he, he was like the problem. He, he, he looked good. The movie, the script was terrible, but he it's was probably good. horrible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree. It was probably fucking horrible, but yeah. like him as Haihachi, sure, I'm okay with it. But yeah, like it's cool in that aspect where like I wish Nintendo and Capcom would be a little bit more forgiving of it because it's still part of their history. It's still like. When you look oh, at Oh, Johnny Tsunami's uncle. Uh, grandfather, that's right. What's his character? Uh, Kari Hiyuki, Hiyuki to Tagawa. Who is it? Kari, because you said Shang Tsung, right? Shang Tsung, yeah. Kari, yeah. I think it's Kari, yeah. Hayu, Harry, Harry, um, Hiyuki uh, to Gawa. Sorry to, to, <laughs> to butcher it so much, but he's uh, if, for yeah. for the decom, you know, people out there, he's Johnny Tsunami's grandfather. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, you think. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where I go, like, man, you should give a little bit of love. Like, even Toho, as much as they fucking hated the 1998 Godzilla, mm-hmm. and even, I liked it. I enjoyed it when yeah. it came out at the time. That's a lot of fish. That's, yeah. It's not a great movie, it's not a great Godzilla movie, but it's a great kaiju movie, and yeah. it's fun, you have a good time. With it, you got the little mini Godzillas. And even then, Toho still went out of the way to reference it in Final Wars. They're still like, you know, OG Godzilla fucks him up and, and you know, and Australia kicks his ass like this in seven seconds. But it was still cool to reference it. And even when you get the new games or anything like that, Toho has these little circles with all the characters like Godzilla, Mechagodzilla, you know, etc., etc., Aragon, not Aragon, fucking all the monsters. So it's still cool that they're like Zilla. We don't think he has the tier of God, but he's still a Zilla. And mm-hmm. We still respect him for that. And I wish Nintendo and Capcom would still go out of their way to be like, hey, you know what? This is part of our history. Is it great? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's part of our history. And fuck it, you know, there's people who love it. Just like I love it. Just how I enjoyed Zilla and that they included him in video games and in Final Wars <laughs> to the aspect where, like, you know, now they're including legendary Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Our Godzilla, the American Godzilla. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the 2013 Godzilla, and they're including Shin Gojira, which is the newest one. Go on and watch it. It's fucking amazing. Super underrated. But yeah, like I just feel like Nintendo and Capcom just have to like kind of get over this shit what? and just mm-hmm. love yeah. the mistakes mm-hmm. that they made. Yeah. Not, they didn't even make it. Like It's still like, you know, they have Resident Evil movies and stuff. They didn't make those mistakes, but they should still embrace what people try to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, before we wrap up our 8-bit cinema series here in earnest, I just wanted to ask Rapid Fire if you have your top five video game adaptations. Oh, man, this is tough. Um, it's, it, so, let's see. Not in any particular or Well, one, I think my top top is going to be Detective Pikachu because I think that, speaking of another one that just kind of, like, took a lore and like adapted it I think in their own well, way we, we, well we might be talking about it on our Patreon episode yeah yeah already, but, but just essentially just to, to say like just to give it props of like yeah like it, it took it didn't stick with like the main lore that people mm-hmm. are known of know of of like catch him and all that made its own its own way in a parallel you know like in a parallel way to the to what is like the mainstream knowledge up until that point but i think that one has to be my my top one and then also like in in no particular order um i think this sonic one and two have been great i did enjoy um uncharted a lot being an Uncharted fan and like just loving the yeah like it's just like expanding on the lore 
and stuff. And um, so I, I did thoroughly enjoy um, Uncharted. Mm-hmm. And then fourth, I think, just because it was my first, like, comic, I mean, not comic, uh, um, video game movie, yeah, it has to be the original Mortal Kombat. Nice. I think that that holds a special place in my heart. Alan? I do have to go in no particular order mm. as well because it's just, it's so hard to pick. But obviously, Super Mario Brothers, the movie, Street Fighter, the movie, Detective Pikachu, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I like the first one, but there are some that I, I wouldn't put in my top five. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 pretty much made it. Mm. My top five were like, yes, I love that. Mm. And then uh, Mortal Kombat, the 95 one, and then Mortal Kombat, the recent one. I love both of them. You did like much. the, you did enjoy the recent one? Fuck yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was so good. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to rewatch it. I keep convincing my girlfriend to rewatch it. No. But I think she just doesn't like the gore stuff, so she's like, nah, I don't want to watch it. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's those primarily, pretty okay. much. I, I, yeah. I did put mine in order because, you know, obviously I love ranking things. That's why I work for Watch Mojo sometimes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I also have my number five was Sonic 2. I like you, Alan. I think that it was a step. Like, the first Sonic was fine, but the second step one was a big major step up, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, then number four was Werewolves Within, which is kind of this movie that, like, came out of nowhere. It was It's the first mo- video game movie to be certified fresh uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. It's actually, I've described it before as kind of what Clue was for board game movies, Werewolves Within was for video game movies. Uh, then Ace Attorney, uh, 2012's, um, it was not released oh, in America. Oh, yeah. I, I've heard it, it's good not, things about it. It's, it's very, very, I haven't played the games really, but it's very a faithful adaptation. Takeshi Mike does it. Takeshi Mike, shout Thank out you. to him. I Thank love you. him. Uh, it's the killer fucking banger of a mm-hmm. movie. Super gory. Love I, I love, too, that the way, like, it just it goes full on, like, goofy, like, with the hairstyles and everything. I love that they just leaned into that. Number two, obviously, my pick last week was Resident Evil 2, uh, or Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, uh, so that was my pick, that's my number two, and then number one, like Ariel, I love Detective Pikachu, um, so I, we're not sure what we have going to talk about on our Patreon episode, it's probably either going to be Sonic or Pikachu the way that the voting's going, that episode will be out before this one does, um, but you'll probably be able to hear a little bit uh, more of us talking about those ones on our Patreon. It's going to be a shock, it's going to be Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Doom's just gonna come in out of fucking nowhere and take him out. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. No one has. It's okay. I just, God, I no just, one's. Carl Urban hasn't I, even seen I, Doom. I like playing Doom. I'm playing Doom Eternal right now, but I don't know if I'm gonna watch the movie. <laughs> uh, one last question, we'll mm-hmm. Since this is the end of our video game series, 8 Bit Cinema, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Appreciate it. What video game would you guys like to be adapted? Um, it hasn't been adapted already. Like, you can't do Pokemon, you can't do Sonic, you can't do Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, etc. It has to be something brand new. Sadly, you can't do Tekken or KOF. I got one. I got one. So, I remember... Did you guys ever play Alan Wake? Mm-mm. No, but I know of it. They, they did like a little prequel thing for it. So, it's not technically adaptation. It was like a prequel like promo thing for the game. But it was so cool. And Alan Wake, is it's just got these... like It's like Twin Peaksy, just like like horror like yeah Stephen King kind of Stranger Things-esque vibes and I think that would be very good for either a movie or maybe like a limited series where it is just like a really cool horror video game like adaptation where because it's all about like having light and then monsters in the darkness and stuff like that I think they could do a really good job with Alan Wake I think it is one of those things that has flown under the radar, but it does still have a pretty popular, a big fan base, or a devoted fan base, I should say. It recently, or maybe a year or two ago, got its re-release um, in HD, so uh, Alan Wake's definitely my answer. I was originally thinking, I think, I was going to just say Silent, Hideo Kojima's Silent Hills. Uh, <laughs> but they've no, made that, yeah. and it's... No, that's the thing. Fine? <laughs> no, Hideo Kojima's Silent Hills, like, like, PT. PT, yeah, PT. Yeah, um, no, but, but no. technically it was made already. Yeah, so they yeah. did They did make a video game, or a movie. In technicality. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying, technicality, yeah, technicality. but it, it would have been better. Yeah. That, the, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, ga- the game that wasn't um, released, but whatever. Um, and then I was going to say um, the Resident Evil bio, but Resident Evil has been released. Yeah. But, um, Many times. 
But like the iterations that we haven't seen yet. That's what I was going to say. Um, but I'm trying to think. I'm thinking. Um, I I know. I I was going to say it takes two, but I think they're going to be adapting it takes two because it takes two oh, is a, yeah, is a really good. Um, uh, limbo. I I could say limbo. Oh. Limbo, Limbo, I think, would be it was awesome. It's a great fucking game. It was really good. Limbo or Inside? Lim- I think Limbo has a bit more of a linear kind of story. Inside yeah. gets weird. I, I, <laughs> so, I would like to see it just done the way the game was done. Oh, yeah. Just no dialogue, just mm-hmm. straightforward. It's all visual. There's no audio. I mean, there's audio, but it's like, it's no speech or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I think that would be very fascinating. Mm-hmm. That'd be a really cool, like, hour and a half. Kind of indie movie. Yeah. Kind of, oh, definitely yeah. indie movie. I yeah. think you do a great job with mm-hmm. that. And I'd always, I'm like, I if they could do it right, I would love to see a good Zelda adaptation. But I have, I'm very afraid that they would not be done well. Like I don't know how you do a Zelda adaptation with the son, the protagonist, and everything. I would be very scared to see it. But also, like, I'd be excited. You know, like when you're like, oh, oh no, I don't know about this. I'm very scared, but please make it good. Like I, I might feel that because I, I love, love, love Zelda. Like Zelda's like my favorite media franchise ever. So if they could pull it off, they had that fucking horrible, horrible, horrible show in the eighties. Um, so, like, I don't even want to think about it. But so that that would be one that if you could pull it off and do it well, then I would like to see it. Zelda definitely one of my top that I was thinking about because it. But yeah, like you pretty much said what I was gonna say. Um, I would like Dark Soccer's. There's no fucking way it'll ever happen, but. It'd be really cool to see, just to see these, like, monster characters fight, just beating the shit out of each other for two hours. I'd be very happy about that. You know, I'd love to see more again. But, but I, even then, I'd still feel like, because it's so close to my heart, I'd be very, like, judgy about it. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of the day, I'd still feel like I'm not going to get everything I want out of it. But it'd be cool. I think they're making a series. Damn it. Oh, That's wow. the thing. I'm excited for them to come out, but they're taking my answers. Last of Us? No, Last of Us, yes. That, that's one of them. But no, Bioshock, they're gonna, they just yeah. announced the series, oh, yeah, which so I'm bad. so excited for. I love Bioshocks. Portal? I don't think they announced that, too. They're making a Damn portal. it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm very surprised I'm excited. they haven't announced like, they're, they're, yeah, I, this is We're living the year of IP where they'll snatch anything up that like they can make money off. Yeah, anything they're just trying to snatch. Like I said, I'm, I'm very surprised they haven't gotten Horizon Zero Dawn yet. Yeah. It's such a great world-building game, and mm-hmm. it really just... like I, I immediately I was like, how the fuck do they not buy the rights to this? And they have a sequel out already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how the fuck are you guys not doing this yet? But... Oh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. They haven't made one of those, right? Yes. No, I don't think that exists. That doesn't exist. Don't <laughs> oh, worry. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a great lead, Oh, you know what? Yeah, you just make all the characters white. Like, yeah, that's just the, make them white. I think yeah. it'd be fine. I think yeah, be people wouldn't be mad about that. You know, that wouldn't be a horrible, stupid, like, d- decision. Absolutely. No, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, no. There's, I was going to say Yu-Gi-Oh! But Yu-Gi-Oh! is kind of started off as a manga. I was like, yeah, it's like a manga it's, card it's, it's game. It's an anime. Yeah. It's all anime, yeah. I, I, would, I would be impressed if they went out of the way and said, let's see fucking Yu-Gi-Oh, dude. Let's, how can we make two hours of just a fucking There have been a couple so Yu-Gi-Oh! Intense. movies. So yeah, there's animated movies, and yeah. I, I love those. Those are a lot of fun. But live action, though. That would be fascinating. Uh, like, you gotta do it, you got to do it Ace Attorney style and give them the crazy hair. I would do down. You gotta do. No, that's that's the fucking thing. That's how the characters are. Like Kaiba, Yugi, all the characters. They're all hair. Mm-hmm. That's their defining feature. So they'd have to do it. And then you know, with the monsters and everything. But that'd be fun. I, I'd like Takashi Miike to do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'd do a good job with it. But yeah. 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 Well, I guess we're gonna finish off the series. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we'd like to hear what you guys think. What What are your guys' favorite adaptations and what? series would you like adaptated i um i know some people there might say dead space but unfortunately dead space was does have an adaptation it's kind of like an animated one that was going to be my pick but eh, you go live action i guess fuck it i'd like a live action one but it's so fucking good as a game uh, just a shout out real fast Dead Space will come out in January 2023 so look out for yeah. that ooh I came up with another one mm-hmm. Gods of War God of War God of War yeah God, God of, War of War easily I'm very surprised they haven't done that either especially now that they're venturing off into like Norse mythology mm-hmm. I was gonna say that one but I'm not a big God of War guy I played some of the three I played some of the newest one wasn't my thing 
Gears of War too. Gear, that's mm. another one I'm very surprised about. Mm-hmm. Gears uh, of War feels like it could like it could be like just balls to the wall. Yeah, badass mm. series. Total badass series. Left for Dead. That could be a good one, I think. I yeah, could, but there's not a linear story because Left 4 Dead one and two have different. People. What did we just spend this whole episode talking about? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> well we just said the I mean, like it's a detriment. Yeah, I feel like Left 4 Dead though is so generic. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a yeah. Dead Rising. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. Can, that's the thing. You could just make your own story. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because like, because even Dead Rising yeah. has this whole it has a disclaimer on the box. Where it just goes, this is not Dawn of the Dead. This is not George mm-hmm. yeah. Romero's uh-huh. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah, I do like the characters a lot in yeah. uh, Left 4 Dead. That would be my, the main draw. It's, just like there's, it's a zombie movie with interesting characters. I think if you get some interesting actors to play those characters, kind of do your own thing with it, I think that could be just cool. Just get some good writers, though. I think they can make something yeah. out of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I think they have, which it's not dying, huh? Anyway, huh. but uh, walk like they need time away from Walking Dead though too. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. The, the, the zombie infestation is it's barely dying out now. Yeah, so we're we're kind of getting out of that whole like mm-hmm. saturation of zombies. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, but we would love to hear what you guys think. We want to know what you guys think about the series, and if you guys want us to do more, uh, have more ideas in the pipeline for more of these little mini series. So yeah, reach out to us. We want to know what you guys think and what's your favorite adaptation if you've seen one over if you've seen one that you like or if you want it to be uh, adapted but let us know and then uh, i'm gonna do the shameless plug and hand it off to my co-host so go ahead and tell them about your shows guys they really want to yeah i have a show called you've never seen question mark exclamation point it comes out the first of every month where i discuss a movie that that either myself or my my guests or guest um, has never seen that's considered a part of pop culture or cinematic history. Yeah, like like we mentioned before, um, the one that we did a part of 8-Bit Cinema was um, Street Fighter. So go and check out that one and check it out every, every first of the month. Yep, and then my show, um, got, it's called Gateway Episodes. It's a TV show where we look at an episode of TV and decide if we want to get into that show. Uh, we It's been on hiatus for a while, but we did bring back uh, this show for a bonus episode for 8-Bit Theater, or 8-Bit Cinema, I should say. Uh, me and Alan talked about Castlevania. It's going to be coming back for season two, talking about miniseries um, once we hit 10 patrons on our Patreon. So if you guys want to go donate to our Patreon, that is always appreciated. Or if not, we always just appreciate a listen here. Um, I also do one whenever there's a new Marvel movie coming out called Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones where we talk about Marvel movies. We just talked about Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness and Moon Knight. Um, and then of course we also, like I alluded to, had our Patreon exclusive podcast for any of our patrons. Um, you can go listen to that. We have an episode that's going to be voted on by the fans. It'll be out by now on whatever you guys pick to talk about a uh, video game adaptation that is the Undercast Film Club. Once again, that's for anyone who decides to donate as little as a dollar to our Patreon. You can get a little bit of a bonus. Um, so, you know, we appreciate that. Sweet. Thank you so much, you guys. And again, thank you, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really, really appreciate it. We'd love to hear from you guys. And that's it for the 8-Bit Cinema Series. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope to hear from you guys soon. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, reach out to us. We love hearing from you guys. And yeah, last words, guys. Take it, take it out. Uh, one thing I'll just say: uh, tune in next week uh, or next next episode because we're gonna be talking about Phil Iskov, um, the from podcast like it's 1999. Also, the creator and showrunner of Fox's Sleepy Hollow. We're gonna be Ooh. talking about the Frighteners. So we got a pretty cool episode coming up next week. Other than that, I'll just say bye bye. Bye. Thanks for being amazing. You know what? I want to do a Mega Man adaptation. Take it easy. Everybody. Oh. The dinosaur.